On this episode of the Austin Spotlight, I get the chance to interview Sarah Fritch of Moxie Space Home Organizing. We discuss how to get your organizational projects off the ground, the challenges of throwing things away you may have been holding on to, and how to get the whole family involved in your home organization. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and as always, would love it if you'd subscribe to the podcast. Awesome. So, uh, thanks for joining us here with the Austin Spotlight. I am joined by Sarah Fritch of Moxie Space Home Organizing, and we're going to talk today a little bit about um, getting that home organized, especially for all of us that have been stuck at home a lot more than than normal uh, the last few weeks. Uh, Some tips and tricks to make your life a little bit easier. But uh, first, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? Okay. Hi, Troy. Uh, My name is Sarah Fritch. I'm the owner of Moxie Space Professional Organizing, and we help people organize their homes and create simple systems to uh, maintain the daily intake of stuff and um, to help help your life be more simple and less chaotic. That's that's something that I think we all can... uh be excited about from that standpoint. Yeah. So, yeah. My name is Troy Schlicker. I'm a real estate agent here in Austin. And um, just like say, getting a chance to talk to some local uh, Austin business professionals that can hopefully provide you guys some assistance with everything that we're doing. But um, today's kind of main topic is going to be uh, creating a functional space for your home. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I guess what are probably to, to get us started, what are some things you start with um, for getting people on that road to getting getting either a space organized or their home organized or kind of where, yeah. where what's your starting point? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, where do I get started? I have I get asked that a lot. Um, you know, I think the easiest thing to look at would be um, what are you doing every single day? Um, so an easy starting point would be your incoming mail. How do you process your incoming mail? Do you have a system set up? Do you have a space set up to deal with it? Um, that's a really good, I think a lot of people struggle with mail and um, and having an easy system. But the truth is, is that mail is not going to go away and not anytime soon anyway. And so it's something that um, we're always going to have to deal with. So pick an area, pick something in your life that happens on the daily and something that, you know, is not going well or uh, that tends to be um, cluttered or uh, maybe you're on one page, but the other people in your family are on another page and start with that type of project. Okay. Makes, makes sense. Try to keep it as simple as possible from that standpoint. Um, that kind of leads into another question. So maybe I'm gung ho, ready to, ready to get, get some spaces organized, Mm -hmm. but the rest of my family, how do I get Mm -hmm. them on board? Because if you're living with multiple people, it really is a, a all in kind of approach that's needed in order to really make that happen. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So, um, and another, I'll say again, that this is a question I get asked a lot. A lot of times, um, like spouses, one feels like they're super organized and the other one's not. And so there's always a little bit of clashing and some disagreement about how to organize and how to keep everybody on the same page. So, um, there are a couple of, there are a couple of approaches to this. Um, the first approach is simply knowing that, um, modeling the behavior that you want is uh, really the the easiest way to get people on, maybe not the easiest and probably the slowest, but it is a way to get people to join you in what you're doing. It's one thing to say, um, hey, I want you to stay 
be better organized with your toys. And then it's another thing to not be organized yourself with your own toys or your own stuff, right? So the very first thing is start doing it for yourself, start doing it in your own spaces and model that behavior. Um, Another uh, another good trick actually and tool to use when you're trying to have everyone in your home be on the same page and um, put things back is using labels. Um, Labels make it to where everybody is accountable. Um, it's very clear what needs to go in this space. And so um, there's no question about what belongs there. Um, another reason labels really work uh, very well is I think that a person is less likely to put something into a container that's labeled one thing when the item is something else. It's just, a, it's kind of like we're trained to kind of follow those instructions. Oh. If you mm-hmm. know, if the, if the bin says that this is for electronics, hopefully you're less likely to dump your spare change into it. Um, so that's another way to keep everybody in the household on the same page is using labels, modeling the behavior. Um, and then of course having a conversation about it, you know, um, just being very open and transparent and, um, and, and patient with the process because it is a process getting organized and staying organized is a practice. It's not something that's going to happen overnight. So give yourself some grace. And it's, and it's also not something you're going to be perfect with the whole time. Right. So it's kind of like, kind of like a diet. It's hard to tell your spouse, oh, you need to be on a diet. I'm going to eat all the junk food that I want. Harder to get that happen. And if you have that cheat day, whether it be organization or on your, on your diet, it's not the end (laughs) of the world. Like we can get back into it and and kind of go from there. Mm -hmm. Um, So what kind of spaces um, are, are there certain spaces if as I'm starting that you recommend to try to get organized first? Like, so one of the things you were talking about was mail. And so paperwork, are there certain rooms in the house? Um, obviously I'm sure it depends a little bit on um, the individual, right? If there's certain rooms that they're really wanting to get done, but in, in general, are there certain areas that seem to be good starting points to then that lead to better organization in the whole house? Yeah, that's, um, yeah, great question again. Um, I think that it's really a personal choice. Um, you know, you can go about it and you can say, hey, what's driving me the most crazy and what would give me the biggest benefit and the biggest relief, uh, relief quickly? Um, that is probably a really good place to start. Although if that also seems like the hardest thing to start with, then maybe don't start there, right? Start with something easy. Um, If you have been, you know, noticing that in your closet, you have a bunch of clothing that you don't want anymore, then just start with that clothing, right? Just pull those pieces off the hangers and and stick them into a a box that's labeled donation and you've already gotten started. for a whole family, maybe the whole family is struggling and feeling like the whole house is chaotic, um, then I would focus on a communal room like the kitchen um, or the mud room or wherever the whole family enters the house. You know, that's that's an area that's affecting every single person. And um, the kind of the double-edged sword about a mud room is that it's the last thing you see when you leave the house and it's the first thing you come home to. And you could also say that about the garage if you're parking in your garage. Um, so that can have a really big effect on your day and also the way you feel when you come home. Um, if that space is cluttered and chaotic, uh, that's a really good place to start because now when you leave the house, you feel calm, you feel like you have everything under control. And when you come home, it's the same thing. Your home welcomes you. It's not like you're being welcomed by a a bunch of to do things. And now you're feeling overwhelmed again when you come home just to relax. Makes, makes a lot of sense. Uh, so again, right now we're going live. Uh, our, I, we are live. 
uh, yeah. here with uh, Sarah Fritch of Space Moving, organizing. Um, so how did you get into being a home organizer and, and what does that take? So, you know, do I just need to be a super, um, super type A personality wanting to always, you know, structure stuff and, and that works for you or how did, how did you get into it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I was, I was working with kids. I was a tutor at the time and I met someone who had an organizing business and, um, that was the light bulb went off pretty much immediately for me when I found out about the organizing industry, it, it actually wasn't even a role that I knew existed. Um, and so when I, uh, when I learned about it, I thought, Oh my gosh, that sounds, um, a, it sounds easy for me. Um, it sounds fun. It sounds really satisfying. And in addition to that, it could really, really help people change their lives and even transform their lives. Um, and the very least, it's going to give um, it's going to give someone some peace of mind, you know. So uh, that that was um, that was really big for me, uh, knowing that what I could do would help people um, in a tremendous way. And so I kind of just dove headfirst all the way in um, immediately. And I will say that uh, the team that I have, I do have a team of organizers that work with me. Um, I would say overall, we we probably are on the this, the end of being type A personalities. Um, but I found out a lot actually doing even Myers-Briggs testing. We all tend to be the same uh, personality. And so that's a combination of being intuitive um, and being like very sensitive, uh, very sensitive to our surroundings. Um, so it, there's a skill of being organized and organizing coming naturally, but there's also this layer of um, feeling really uh, in tune with your surroundings and your environment and how a space affects you, um, how the movement, if, if there's movement in a space, if it's easy to navigate, um, all those factors come into play when you're thinking about organizing. Um, and then, you know, something that's really important to me when I'm looking for organizers is um, finding someone who uh, is non-judgmental and who has a lot of empathy and a lot of compassion. Um, because we know that everyone has messes, you know, we have clutter in our own homes too. And so we understand that, um, you know, we understand how, how that feels and how it feels to get on the other side of it. Not all organizers started out super organized. A, a lot of them found organizing to be a way to, um, you know, well, some, well, something they enjoy because they hadn't been organized in the past, and it was like, oh, this is this is uh, yeah. refreshing and and rejuvenating to be, to be organized. I want to help other people feel that have that same sense of right. relief and 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 release some stress from that standpoint. Right. Um, so one of the questions uh, that I have, right, like you you have all this stuff, and you, a lot mm -hmm. of us tend to feel like uh, this, like yeah, okay, I don't need, I don't want to get rid of all this stuff. Do you do you go through things and hey, we're going to need to throw stuff away, or is it mainly, or is it more when you just organize the stuff that we have? Obviously, there's probably a combination of both, but what's mm -hmm. um, where do you guys kind of fall in in that realm? Yeah, so. Um in most cases, we do need to get rid of some stuff. Um, but I will say that we'll never force anyone to get rid of anything. And it's really not on our agenda to make sure that you get rid of 50% of what you own. There's no number on that. Um, our role really is more about um, having that conversation with you about the things that you own and whether or not it's a good idea to continue owning them or not. Um, 
it doesn't matter to me if you want to keep, you know, uh, a collection of baseball cards or something like that. Um, but what matters to me is that you feel clear and you feel good about your decision to keep your collection of baseball cards. So there are a lot of questions that we ask our clients to help them get clear on what they're keeping and why they're keeping it. And, um, you know, ex there's all kinds of reasons why we keep things. And a lot of times it can be based on guilt um, or feeling like uh, you want to get your money's worth or, you know, we have all these reasons and all these beliefs that we tell ourselves and those are not always serving us. So we want to find out what is your belief? What is your reason for keeping it? And does it still make sense for you? Does it still serve you to hold on to it? Um, and if not, then yeah, you know, let's get rid of it. And ideally, you know, we're, we're surrounded in our homes with things that we love and things that make us feel good and happy to uh, be in company with, you know, versus, um, holding on to a vase that your mother-in-law gave you that you never loved. Um, you know, you, there's no reason to uh, keep stuff because we're feeling guilty about it, especially gifts are a really hard one. Um, and I'll just say really quickly, when you're, when you're thinking about getting rid of a gift that someone gave you and you're feeling bad about it, remember that the point of receiving a gift is to receive it. The point is the point of giving a gift is to give it and to have that exchange and that exchange of the gift. That's the whole point. It's not about the point is not to then hold on to the gift for the next 50 years because it was given to you, you know, the, the really the gift giving is just about the exchange right there in that moment. Okay the values in the exchange makes a lot of sense. Um, do you guys generally recommend P or, you know, obviously every situation can be different, but recommend mm -hmm. trying to organize a single space or really a whole house, or I'm sure there are probably times where maybe starting with a single space transitions yeah. into other parts of the house from that standpoint. Yeah, exactly. Yes. To all of those questions. Um, we're always going to start with the priority. Um, ideally, you know, the thing that would bring the biggest relief, that's ideally where we'd like to start. Um, a lot of times jobs end up going into the whole home. And if we had it uh, our way, if we could do it ideal every time we would do the whole home. And the, the simple reason is because clutter has this way of um, spreading, just kind of spreading out. <laughs> It is. It's a little yeah. bit like a like a disease, you know. It can it, anything if it sees a, a flat surface, clutter is going to move to it. So if you organize one space in your home, um, and often what happens when you are organizing a space is you you have to remove all the stuff that doesn't belong anymore. So there may end up being a holding room that has now collected all the clutter from all the other rooms that you're organizing, which is completely fine um, and actually necessary. But of course, the trouble comes when you don't deal with all the clutter that you moved over here. So what could happen if you just order, I mean, if you just organize a, a single space, all that clutter has moved to another space. And if you don't address the other space, then it's just gonna go back to the original space you organized. And that's, I think a lot of fresh, a lot of people feel frustration with that, almost like a relapse, you know, they've cleaned a space out and now it's cluttered again. Well, what did you do with that original clutter? So um, it may be necessary to do the whole home. Um, so that you create a home for everything. And when they're, when the clutter arrives again, you have a way to put it away. So you just kind of need Monica's closet where you can just store everything there and leave the rest of the, the home. <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> exactly. <do> that. <laughs> Everybody against one, right? Yeah. Uh, so if, uh, if you're a business professional, uh, you do a lot of networking. Obviously, we haven't been able to do that here recently. But one of the things that we'll, we do when you network a lot of times is get business cards. And so, yeah. you know, if we feel those business cards are important for 
you know, when I need a contact in a couple of weeks or a couple of months. Um, but it doesn't take very long for that business card stack to um, start to look like the Leaning Tower Pisa. How do you recommend organizing um, business cards and trying to help with that, the office mm -hmm. clutter from that standpoint? Mm -hmm. So it goes back to the basic rule of organizing, which is make a home for everything, everything in its place and a place for everything, right? So create a home for your business cards. Don't make it enormous so that you can't end up with 500 business cards before you deal with them. Make it a bit smaller. Um, ideally, it's a, a container that's the size of a business card um, so that you're not wasting a lot of space. Put that in a drawer or in a safe place on your desk. And um, you can you can kind of, depending on the size of the business card, will depend on maybe how often you need to go through it. Um, or even better, set yourself up on a regular routine of going through your business cards and following up with those people that you wanted to follow up with, right? If we're talking about networking and um, making connections, is it better that you reach out a week after you've met the person or six months, right? Like the, the, this is a timely thing. Um, you don't want your business cards to pile up where you're only having to go through them like twice a year. Those people are not gonna remember you and you're not gonna remember those people. So it needs to be a more routine practice. I would suggest monthly at least. Um, and, and the best way to do that would be to schedule a time in your calendar to follow up with the contacts that you've made that week or that month. Um, and, and really, you know, business cards, you know, there are a lot of apps too. I don't actually use one personally, but there are apps that you can use that will, you can photo the business card. It will extract the information that you need and add it to your contacts. That's even better because now you can just throw away the card and move on. Um, so yeah, remember that you business cards are meant to be used, not saved forever. And if you really, and if you do need to save the information, obviously add it to your phone and then get rid of the physical copy. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so another, I'm sure big question is how long yeah. will it take to organize you know, my space or my house from that standpoint? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, all over the charts, um, we always start with a free consultation so that we can really figure that out based on the amount of stuff you have and your goals. So those are the two big questions. It's how much stuff do you have um, and what are your goals? Do you want this space to look Pinterest worthy or do you just need it to be functional? We do both. Um, I will be honest and say that it usually takes longer than what the client is expecting. Um, again, you know, we're, we, we want to be realistic with, um, what we're working with and how long it will take. Um, but you have to consider, you have to consider what's going to happen when we organize your space. Um, say we're doing a kitchen and we've got to deal with all those drawers and cabinets. Most likely everything has to come out. Um, the best way to organize a space and is to start fresh. So, uh, having a clean slate and then being able to decide, okay, now, how do I want this to come back together? How, how, what, how do I want to use this space? So most of the time you've got to empty it all out. So once you empty it all out, then you're deciding what you're keeping and what you're getting rid of. So there's that process of purging. Um, if it's, if, you know, a lot of times the drawer has a whole bunch of stuff that doesn't belong together. So you've got to sort, you've got to categorize while you're figuring out what to get rid of. And then you've got to put it all back together um, and create a new system possibly. So there are a lot of steps. There's a lot of movement. Um, that that happens when you're organizing a space but to do it well is to do it thoroughly um and then there's less chance of it going back to the way it was so we work in three hour sessions 
Um, we sell packages of sessions. So, um, and all of the pricing is on our website. I know Troy, you've been great about putting the contact information up, um, but moxiespace.com, you can go to our, there it is. Yeah, you can go to our services page and see the packages that we offer and the pricing. Um, but just remember that we always start with a complimentary consultation so that we can give you the best idea um, an estimate of how long we think the job will take. Nice. Um, so what are some things I should ask myself if I'm think, trying to declutter my space mm -hmm. on my own or also potentially thinking about hiring someone to help me with that? Yeah, okay. So um, if you're decluttering on your own, um, there are a few questions. We actually have a blog up about this, the five questions to ask yourself when decluttering. So again, you can check out the website, go to the blog, and that's there if you want to see it visually. Um, so, you know, you want to ask yourself, when's the last time I used this? Let's be honest with ourselves. Um, how frequently am I using it? Am I never using it? Do I think I'm going to use it because this is the type of person I think I want to be, but I'm actually never using it? Let it go, right? And, um, you know, don't hold on to things because you're trying to force yourself to be one way or because you've got guilt because you never use it or you didn't get your, your money's worth or, you know, all those reasons that we tell ourselves why we have to keep something. Um, I love to think about the value and weighing weighing the cost of holding on to something versus the benefit that I'm getting from it. You know, I'm holding on to this thing because um, so-and-so gave it to me and I'm honoring them, right? But like at the same time, I hate it. And every time I look at it, it drives me crazy. Like you're, you know, that's a high cost of holding on to something because of this reason you, you know, you're telling yourself versus your happiness. That's a big deal. Um, so and then you asked, you know, when considering hiring an organizer, um, if if the idea of decluttering a space is completely overwhelming to you and it's something that you've been thinking about doing for quite a while and it still hasn't happened, um, call an organizer. Just call call an organizer and have a conversation on the phone and see how that makes you feel. Um, I'm not saying you 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 know you're doomed and you have to have someone to come help you, but have a conversation and just see what that feels like. Um, you know, I can't speak for all organizers, but I think the majority of us um, we really uh, we we want you to be organized and we want to help if we can. And of course, we can't help someone who who isn't ready for that. Um, sure. I always tell when anybody calls, I always say, "Hey, you're like eighty percent of the way there. This was the hardest part was just making the phone call." Um, you know, from here, uh, we're we're with you. We're on your team. We're going to make this happen. Um, and you know, we we do. I'll say one one last thing about that. Um, we do have. Uh, I'll have clients sometimes call and they say, "Well, okay, so I need to purge. So I'm going to do that part, and then I'll call you when I'm ready to organize." And um, and that's totally fine if you feel confident that you can purge on your own. Sure. Um, but I will say that uh, a we, lot of a lot of people probably haven't been able to purge at that point. Yeah, otherwise, exactly. they would have. Otherwise, they would have purged. Right. Yeah, that can be we're all different. And that could be the hardest part for a lot of us. And um, sometimes the hardest part is like deciding what labels to use, you know, so anywhere along that process, we can help. Um, and, uh, and sometimes it's just, you know, a matter of getting them going and then taking a break and then giving them homework. And that's something that will work too. Makes sense. I know, um, a week, couple weeks ago, maybe now, um, you guys had um, done a paper clutter series so i kind of have that down here the link that you can go get some free um free info 
from OxySpace mm-hmm. about how to kind of declutter and get rid of some of that paper that uh, is one of the probably the big clutter issues for a lot of people and especially with us spending extra time at home and now having work paper and school paper and even more of it yeah. um, is a big thing there. Anything you'd like to say about um, about that series at all? Yeah, thank you. Um, so we're, we're, um, we're offering a free paper clutter series right now. It is a three-part series. The first part is incoming mail. The second part is your home filing system. And the third part is sentimental papers um, and kids art kind of falls into that category too. So um, the way it works, it's an email series. Uh, Each part of the series drops into your inbox about every three days. And um, it looks like a short little recap email. You get a downloadable PDF um, to walk you through the process of setting up that system for either the mail the filing system or the sentimental papers. And then there's also a video with every single installment of yours truly. Each video is about five minutes long and I'm doing a whole demonstration on the process of um, from all the way, from decluttering all the way to setting up the system. So I go through the process of asking myself, uh, what is this? What do I, you know, would I keep it? Where would I keep it? All that good stuff. Um, So I share my own my own uh, space and the way I organize my own papers. Um, And then we also are linking products throughout that series to show you exactly what products we're using or products that we suggest for your own home. And it's free right now, so. It's free and um, again, I think very helpful for anyone that needs a little help with the organization, which is me over here. I appreciate you taking the time today to uh, to jump on Facebook and uh, let some people know about ways to get their lives and homes and spaces more organized. Um, yeah. Really appreciate the time. My pleasure, Troy. Thank you for having me. It was so good to talk with you always. Thanks a lot, everyone. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Bye.